Welcome to Sports 360 Podcast. Here we talk about issues in the wide world of sports, ranging from local issues from the Nigerian scene to global issues. And uh, we like to make it an all-sports affair. Sports 360, we can go anywhere, any sport. My name is DG Omoto Imbo. And I'm Adeyemi Adesoya. I am Akimbo De Ubuntui. Anytime we have body, uh, basketball tends to crop up, but we won't start with basketball today. Let's start with something local, something that brought great excitement, great innovation, but it looks like it's suffering from uh, faulty execution, if I can put it like that. I'm talking about the MPL, MPFL app or MPFL TV. MPFL TV, yeah, same thing. The app, you know, we've had issues over the past few years that our football was not on TV contractual disagreements with the broadcasters. A couple of seasons, matches were not on TV, which we all complained about. But then came this innovation. There was an initial deal that didn't work, but then this red strike deal. And for the first few weeks, maybe eight, nine weeks, it was awesome. You downloaded the app. You was free for a while. You watched games. To be honest, the coverage, the quality was decent. The commentary quality was decent. Was Everything about it was, mm, was very good. Was very good. And we're all enjoying it. Suddenly, a couple of weeks ago, it just went off air. And nobody has come out to say this exactly it what is happening. And that's something Yemi always complains about. Lack of when things happen, we don't hear anything. <laughs> nobody tells us anything. You know? And um we need to know what's going on because that is, I mean, such a fantastic innovation. The good thing about it is that, you know, when you have regular media, regular media has boundaries, has borders. Super sport, as big as super sport is, it's only in Nigeria or Africa. Africa, yeah. But when you are online, you can watch from any well, part of the world. It's borderless. Yeah, actually, that's one of the fun things about the MPF, MPFL TV and the MPFL app. Mm. You could see, um, the, I mean, when it started, part of the strategy to, to, uh, to let people uh, be aware of its existence mm. and to show the excitement of it was that um, we saw pictures of uh, General Tro. Mm-hmm. Spiral watching in, in France or yeah, Germany. Yeah. We saw the um, uh, the Spiral coordinator watching, watching in London. In London. <laughs> okay, I remember. People talked about watching from Australia, from yeah. from everywhere. Mm. So th- that's like you said, that's, that's no, uh, no um, without border limits. Yes, gave it uh, um, give us so much joy to see to see our football mm. and Nigerian football being on display everywhere. But tell you what, it's a it's a, it's a great innovation. Yeah, if it will be well managed. But my criticism of it at the start was it was really restricted to just the matches. There's so much content, additional content you can put there. That be generated highlights of the matches, top goals every week, team features. You know documentary or short features about the teams and players and all of that. That wasn't being done, but that's not even my issue now. My issue is that it's no, stopped. But, but, but we don't know why it stopped. That is a part of the issue. Yeah. Remember that when Content the app, wasn't reaching out. Exactly. When, when the app was launched, um, they, they did something that, that, that I felt was brilliant. You could watch for, I think, 10, 15 or 12 or for a month. Mm, free? For free. Mm-hmm. And then you pay 1500 1500 naira every month. That means you have access to like four or five matches. Yeah. And then the high, at a point, I think they introduced the highlights. Okay. But like you said, you know, when you have, because it's MPL, it, it, it's online, it's there. Mm. Some people will not, will not be able to, to see the games. 
some will see the highlights and they, they want to they, they want some context context, context around yes. what happened mm, mm. like like you mentioned team features and i think one of the issues we have um locally here in nigeria is that when um associations and organizations when they do when they do things they tend to forget that they are experts who, in various fields. In various fields. Mm. You know, mm. Uh, mm. I, I was at a meeting sometime last week when, when someone said the first time he had, uh, he had a, about a video assistant. It was like, what are we watching? Let's play game. Let's play. What is video assistant? What, what are they analyzing? So for me, th- those, those parts of it could have been, could have been Better contracted handling. out. Yeah. Yeah. It, it mm. doesn't have to come from, 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 uh, uh in air uh, for, for the inner personnel of, of MPFL. Contract it out to people, people who, who could handle it. Let them, let, let us talk around the league because sometimes, when you watch a game, you discuss tactics, you tell a bit about, about the team history, and you put that on a loop. Mm, so every time mm, you go to mm, the app, mm, there's mm, something to, to watch. watch. It makes it easy for people to subscribe. To, and to stay there. And, and to stay there. Mm, but when you mm. just wait for, for game days, and that is that's all you get mm. at the highlights, it, it, it gets boring. But well, it should now, Yemi, is it's off air. You don't know what's going on. Um, a lack of communication continues mm-hmm. to be the hallmark of everything that surrounds either the NFF or the LMC. Um, and what is interesting is that they have a track record of doing things like this and going quiet. I think about a few years ago, the NFF put out an online link for guys to watch, you know, for fans to watch a Super Eagles game. Ah, and people one. paid to watch that game. But they never got to watch the game mm. because, for some miraculous reason, the link you know, just the, didn't the, work. The link didn't work. Things can go wrong. Technology can at times fail. But it's the communication. Maybe Very go out important. there. We apologize. This is what this is, is going what on. happened. You couldn't watch the match. And if there's going to be a need to refund, you arrange and you refund money. Refund. You know, and that's what I'm trying <laughs> no, to say. So no, so it's a lack refund. Of, yes, if yes, that's what if you, you have to, do. to, if if you offer, if if you promise a service, and somehow. Through no fault of yours, except you're trying to tell me that you're trying to swindle people in the first place. Let me let, let me explain some, something to you that I think maybe they didn't put into consideration. Now they had the production consideration, but they mm. didn't have a programming consideration. Yeah, programming in the sense that having a bouquet of programs of programs. Now they've probably pumped money into production, mm. but didn't pump money into programming. Exactly. Now. Whilst not pumping money to program, they also didn't pump in money into marketing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now you have to ask yourself, how much value does the MPFL app, watching four matches in a week, offer to the average Nigerian fan? How much value? Mm-hmm. At 1,500 a month. Now, for some reason, the NFL president came out and gave us a very outlandish, oh, they'll make 18 billion naira in one year. Hold, hold on. <laughs> I, I'm going somewhere. Yeah. I'm going somewhere. And it sounded very nice, but without considering that how much value am I offering to these people for me to be able to attain that 18 billion? Now, hold on. A thousand five hundred relatively chicken change. That's that's where I was going. But it's affordable. The young man on the street can download one of these streaming services for 2,500 naira and he has access to all kinds of programming. Content. All kinds of content. They say content is king. Mm. He has everything. Has two thousand five hundred. He doesn't have to wait. He just has to pick out his phone, pom pom, and the thing comes up. But now this case, nothing. You see, my my, I agree with you up to a point. I'm not disagreeing. I I'll take a detour. 
a different direction and say, you see, at times we need to go out of our way to support certain things. Which, because we, yeah, we all, which, what the NFL president said is possible very on possible. the long run. Of course, on the long run. It's possible to have a million Nigerians because it was calculated on a million and at 1,500 a month, that's, I think, 1.5 billion a month and that's 18 billion a year. That, I think, was his calculation. Yeah. But to get to a million, it probably would take a year or two of constant consistent quality programming. Constant, consistent. Yes. That is it. That is it. And that's what we are not getting now. Now, also, I was thinking, thinking about something. Couldn't they just make this a Nigerian football app and include everything? <laughs> you can't show people, I'm just thinking now. You can't show people Super Eagles matches, but right now, Super Eagles are in camp and all that. Add additional content like that about the other national teams, Falcons, See. And all of that. See. You know, I'm just thinking because for me, from where I'm standing or sitting as I'm sitting right now, <laughs> this app has great potential if it is properly run. And you and I, you and me, I agree with you about the options, but you and I, if we put our 1,500, probably it's because we want to show our support for Nigerian football. Yeah, and if there's some little bit of quality there, you don't, what I'm trying to say, it doesn't be, have to be as good as the Netflixes and all that. It doesn't have to be. But if you give me consistent quality, decent service, I want to pay 1500 knowing that I'm contributing my own quota to developing Nigerian you know football what? or Nigerian sports as the case may be, buddy. Let me back up a bit. When did you, when, when, um, uh, yeah, Amy talked about information. Remember that before this rest, rest strike deal came up, mm. there was one just before it. There was it. one that and nothing happened. They and said it and they didn't say anything again. Exactly. I agree. It just, they, they just went quiet on it. Mm. And next thing we, we started hearing rest strike. Now, the odds are that when they were making projections on that rest strike thingy, and right, 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 like you said, the possibility was there for it to generate what the numbers that, that was being, ba- that, that was being banded about. You know, when that last one didn't work, you had to do extra work to convince people yeah. that rest strike would work. And the rest strike started, initially it was slow. And because a lot of people didn't buy into the idea early, they had to do, they, they had to do some massive, in fact, I was part of the people that started hyping because yeah, there, yeah, there, 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 there was a day I, 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 I was at, at one we, event. We did on our radio show actually. Exactly. I, 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 I was at one event and there on TV, I was watching a league game. And so I, I went on my phone and it was there. No, so, sorry, we were watching on our phone and then someone mm-hmm. said, oh, it's also on TV. And then we see, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Some kept it on their, on, on their handsets mm-hmm. and tabs. And we were watching both their tabs and the, it was like, it was, it was novel. It was good. But, and then people started buying into it. I don't know what figures they had. That's mm. another mistake. See, once you, once you hit a milestone, announce it. Exactly. Oh, now you have a thousand subscribe, sub, mm. subscribers. Yeah. It helps. Yeah, it, it helps, helps the marketing. Yeah. But like, like you said, there was nothing. Now that this one had gone off now, and there are rumors flying around, you know, that's what happens when there's information vacuum. Yes. Oh, they have not, they are not paid X, they are owing Y, and they are, and now people are wondering. So what will happen now is that from where I'm sitting, like you, when they come back with another, another one, ah, mm. uh, see, you now ha- you now have to climb a higher mountain. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. people are convinced to, to convince, convince people. people to buy mm. to log into it. And like could you it said, be, could it be that you know because um, in this media industry, I think people make a mistake of expecting returns. Early, instant, yeah, yeah yes. early. I instant. had the privilege of advising, problem, advising somebody about who wanted to set up a station recently. I told him, when you set this thing up, 
put in a part of your startup cost should be one year running costs, salaries, logistics, and, and it was like one year. I said one year. You are putting up a station in a market that is already f- there are about twenty something radio stations in Lagos already. One year has been generous. So one year has been generous. Yeah, at least you need to gain some traction, gain popularity before you start thinking of money. The man was like, ah, no, he can't wait one year, and that I think is a problem. Probably the belief was we just do this for a few weeks and we have the numbers and the money rolls in. So the banking on patriotism. Yeah, you understand. And you have to give the quality service first. Yep. So I'm thinking, probably it could have been a case of you must have enough to at least cover this first season. Yes. Effectively and, you know, and properly so that you do not run into this kind of, because Bonnie made a point and that point was that now the doubts have been sown. Of course. Again. And if this <laughs> resuscitates, we're all going to have serious doubts about it. For how long would it last? And that's not good. You know, we've, we've spoken about the fact that a lot of rumors are circling. Mm. One of such rumors is the fact that the overall funding mm. is coming from pockets of individuals. So you ask yourself, what institutional structure did they even have in place in the first instance? Yeah. Obviously, none. Mm. Um, what kind of Processes did they put in place in the first instance? Mm. At this rate, none. It doesn't seem like there was any. So you can't go to market and wish on a star and believe that the product will sell because we can appeal to your sentiment, we can appeal to your patriotic side, and people will will buy. We can't we can't continue to sell the Nigerian football product on the basis of patriotism. Sentiment, it is you, our you own. Have, you have to offer quality. You have to yeah. offer quality. Mm. You have to offer value. Value, yeah. That's because you are coming into value. a market that is, that is filled with so much options, options. for the average manager. Now, let me, let me always say something. And I think Biola Kazman, another person that says this, and you have also muted it, that Nigerian football needs a new set of fans. And the MPFL app was a great opportunity to get Nigerian football a new set of fans. On a global scale. Yeah, on a global global scale. On a global scale, domestically, all over. The the point that that Yemi has just made that that, um, interests me is that funding for this project was coming from private pockets. Mm. You can't do that. You can't. Because, see, except you have... Apologies, hold deep, on. Deep bottomless. That, that bottomless. Is that's an, a, a, an apology to all who are involved. If for private, that's not the proper business model. It, exactly. What, what it means is that so when, when the money is made, it goes back. It goes, it goes to, into pri, pri, private mm. private pockets. Look, like you said about the person that wants to set up, set up a, a radio station. This kind of project, you should bear in mind. If you don't have that, you have X amounts set aside to cover the whole season, if possible. Yeah. And work with the with, with the understanding that you may, you may not make a penny mm. until people are sure, because the, the the main thing that people are looking for is consistency. Yeah, and since the app gave you a window, I'm not even sure they made any money out of it mm. because since the app gave you a window of a month to try, and that I never got to put money in it because I mean I, I never watched what up, up, up to a month. No, because even during your free period, there was a weekend or there was a match yes. day that they just went that off as well. They went off, went off air. <laughs> Exactly the so-called, so-called period. Period. Because, because this model, this model, you look at it, that's what the NBA is using. 
the NBA app. Yes, yes they have the NBA That's app. The model. You have your, you and have your you free can watch, period. They, they give you a free period too, and you can watch. And you, maybe it's unfair to compare them to NBA because <laughs> NBA is very well established, a solid franchise, and all but of you that. See, but the you, concept is the same. Exactly. So f- when you have something that you are borrowing from, you, you don't need to invent a No, just copy and paste. And the NBA app, trust me, the, the, the amount of things on the NBA app is they are, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's awesome. Awesome. So the, for me, the challenge, I don't want a situation where this is justice. We've, mistakes have been made. Yeah. But this, I still see, it's still the way forward. Yeah. Exactly. So did you see, for me, wipe the slate clean and restart and know that this, we're in this for the long haul. This time, do it properly. Properly. Contract, get contact, contract house tough. Have a proper structure mm. and get the funding. Did you look? If you have, for me, see, if, if you have a, a, a proper business plan mm-hmm. and you go to a bank that's hey, this is what we have. And this is our These are the numbers. This doesn't have to stop. It didn't have to stop when it did. Mm. Because if mm-hmm. it stopped out of lack of funds, it's better somebody didn't do a proper, the, the well, proper well, job. Let, 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 let's put a caveat here. We are assuming that it stopped because of a lack of funds. Since they haven't come out, they laid the, 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 the vacuum has been created. So we have to speculate. Exactly. Yeah. We really do not know why, why or it stopped. Exa- maybe it might be. So maybe if the organizers come out and tell us any other reason, we might know. But for, for, for the, up to that time, for the purpose <laughs> of our discussion, it's the rumors flying around is that it's a lack of funds and it, it, it figures. And I'm sure, uh, a lot of people will agree with that sentiment. However, I think we, we, we are, we are all agreed that it is a good model. Yeah, it yes. is. It is a proper model. It's an excellent model if you, but you need to put in the work in yeah. terms of beyond the matches, in terms of proper, proper value added content. Yeah, content. Absolutely. You really Absolutely. have to use it to market the MPFL, the teams, the players, the coaches, everything about it, even a news show. We'll have a news show, have a highlight show, have a goal show, have all kinds of, you have to contract, well, I don't want to mention myself, but you have to contract <laughs> people who can advise you as creative content directors to and it's, and sort it's, it's you out. Hard. The, the materials are there. The, yeah. Since there are OB vans at bad venues, just start recording from two, three o'clock. There's so many chop, things, chop, 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 there's so chop. many things that you, you can put together. You can do. Oh, and you can just do block programming, do 12 hours, and then you reloop, you, re, you know, you, know, loop it. you can do because beyond what we are saying that the matches alone will not sustain uh, it. No, it, it, won't, it, it won't. You've got to create something from those from, from the uh, from, from the raw, uh, raw raw data that you are gathering on, on match days and create something more. Okay, uh, well we we leave the organizers to try and sort that out. We hope that they will get this back on track. We hope that they'll do it right um, the next time because, like we said, it, there are models to copy from. The NBA does this and they do it very very well. The NBA brings us. To the question of Nigerian basketball. And Nigerian basketball is enjoying very, very high profile right now. <laughs> the Tigers and the Tigresses, male and female national teams, are both going to the Olympics in a couple of months. In the last five years, Nigeria won Afro basket male and female. Um, and this season, eight Nigerians, two of them born and bred in Lagos and Port Harcourt were drafted in the NBA. But it is a basketball buff. But you can correct me if I'm wrong. But I don't think any African country has been able to achieve that. Eight Nigerians, uh, eight Nigerians of, well, 
born here, not born here, but they are Nigerians, they can claim their ancestry as they can have Nigerian passports. See, even those two, mm. Lagos and Portacourt, yes. in the same year, nobody has done Nobody it. has done that. We're, we're, we're talking about Udoka, Azubike, 27th overall pick, Yuta Jazz is 21 years old, seven feet tall. He was born and bred in Lagos. Uh, Precious Achua, 20th overall pick, Miami Heat, 21 years old, six feet nine, born in Port Harcourt. They grew up here, they learned the rudiments of the sport here, they developed themselves, they are now in the NBA. That's huge. Coupled with the fact that both national teams are going to the Olympics, that's also huge. Yeah, it is. Is basketball the next big thing? In Nigeria, buddy. Is that a question? <laughs> <laughs> it is a question. <laughs> no, I mean, let's, it is a question. Let, let's flex a bit. No, seriously, G. Ba- basketball has been the next big thing in quotes for, for several years. Okay. For, for a while. Uh, ever since I, I came on a job on the scene, um, uh, in the, the, the finals of, um, 83, 84, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah ever, ever since that time, mm-hmm. basketball has been the next big thing. But sadly, it has not fulfilled that potential. Um, now the, 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 the belief now is that it's about to go on from being the next big thing to be the big thing. So okay. from, from potential now to, to, to actualizing. Okay. And the Olympics will provide the, the perfect window, the perfect opportunity. Because, um, for one, there are no, um, there are no other teams, team sports from Nigeria that's going to the Olympics. Yeah. So mm. the eyes of the nation will be focused on the basketball team. And you know the way it is. Just like the Super Eagles uh, uh, regalvanized Nigeria yeah. in 94, 94 96 yeah. Yeah. and refocused uh, uh, because before that time, remember, the, the Eagles were, were getting wobbly. Mm. In fact, they started getting some funny, funny names for Papa Eagles. Papa Eagles, Super Chickens. And, and, and then I just have begun to focus on the, on the, on the, eight on, on the eight great team. So mm. now, if the Tigers and the Tigresses, if they do well, at the Olympics, I think basketball can get over that hump and become the big thing. Yemi, um, with that potential that the, the picture body has painted, with the positive results, including I think the, the tiger, the tigresses getting to the quarter last eight, yeah, at the last World Cup, and the tiger, all these performances in the last few few weeks or few years, few sorry, years, are we? not making the same mistake we made with football <laughs> of not marketing this potential properly. Because I'm not aware as, as we speak that any corporate sponsors have lined up behind the Tigers or the Tigresses. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't know enough or maybe there's some things going on in the background. But with what we're seeing, are we doing enough in terms of showing the corporate world the value proposition they can get supporting the Tigers. And by so doing, we have a sustainable system whereby basketball continues to flourish. Like you, I don't know. Okay. Uh, and I say this because I can't see anything okay. happening. But I see opportunities. I see possibilities. Um, but my suspicion is that the guys running basketball believe that they have a product and they're just sitting back and waiting for people to come okay. at them. They're not making the effort. That's what I think. But okay. I, I do believe that, like it or not, we're, quote-unquote, a so-called footballing nation that we might need to prompt mm. the corporate world to realize that, look, 
there's an the opportunity here. Yeah. 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 I can go back to Sports Express a few years ago at uh one of the wave Afro Basket mm. and also the Olympics when Body mentioned that we're the only team that went to the Olympics or the World Championships that didn't have any branding. On our any commercial branding. Exposure. For any corporate body. And I felt that at that point, that was where our eyes should have been opened. Secondly, the MBF did something when we hosted the qualifiers in Lagos. And I thought that this was a good opportunity. They had banks, they had all companies, all hosted that thing. And I felt that this was the opportunity because this people came to watch. He had good media coverage. And I felt at this point, they were supposed to, you know, roll out a string of commercial partnerships. Mm. But it went quiet. The only one that happened had to do with Division 1 and 2 basketball, yeah. with the oil company, and that was it. But I feel we're not making enough noise with it. We even had a conversation, I remember, uh, before the World Championships. Yeah, there was mm. a controversy with payments and everything when the team was here. That's... As a country, I think we do not realize that in signing commercial and marketing uh, contracts agreements, or and agreements and you need to have some kind of pally with the corporates. Mm, mm. We had the team here before the World Championship. Yes, there, was, there were issues. Mm. But you could have prepared a dinner, yeah. a get-together, mm, you know, with mm. this guy. There's Greek, nothing Greek that stops. Look, we are how many months away from the... Olympics. Yeah. Not to stop the MBF to You can still do that. Get all the banks. Get all the in one room and tell them that look, we are the only team sport going to the Olympics from this country. These are the opportunities that we offer you. Also, another problem I've noticed with our administrators, they do not know how to be is it conservative with their with their pricing projections ah. mm. of the mm. teams. You have to be sincere. Yeah. And realistic. And realistic. Mm. I'm not sure they're conservative enough. They believe they have a product, but that product is useless. It, it has to be out developed. There. Okay. It has, it has to be not just. Developed. Mm. I'm privy to a lot of these things. Okay. Sorry. Right. I'll, I'll, I'll I, I think um, the blame for the non-visibility, as it were, if I can use that word, of our teams, uh, everybody, everybody's passing the buck. Hmm. I, I was um, as always as usual I, as usual. <laughs> I, I was at a meeting with uh, the president of the MBBF um, last week after after we after um, our recording after our recording and uh, he said that the press is to blame for, the, for their non visibility that it's not hearing enough noise in the press about what they are doing and uh, for, for the uh, for, for the world championships he showed me something they prepared. Um, there, there was a t-shirt with this is my house. You remember that was the logo yeah. then. That, that FIBA, this is my house, that the package for corporate people. And he said, I think they said they made 50 or something and they circulated it. But the people that they gave it to, despite the constant pressure on them to show up, they didn't show up. That's on one side. So I, I think sometimes the, the corporate, the, the people that are in charge of corporate, uh, um, uh, in charge of communications, communications is corporate, they are so focused on football, mm. they don't see other sports unless there's something. No, hold on. Unless there's somebody in there who has an interest in that particular sport. Before the Tig- Tigers won the first championship um, a, f- a few years back, just before they left, they left, they left Nigeria, Professor Mosagi out of Houston, Log Bay, 
I had a long conversation with Romy and he said, look, this is a chance for the bank that sponsors the Nigerian league for them to stake a claim on women basketball that see this team that are going to going to that there's a possibility that this team will win. win yes. Just put your logo on their track suits. The matter went back and forth, back and forth. Then they went and won. And like we said, this was a chance for them so, to, to, be in the, yeah. to be in everybody. But see, the, the, the bank did take the opportunity. Mm. I don't know how much push MBF gave them. But these are the issues. But can we say that at times some of these corporate bodies themselves do not see these opportunities? No, they don't. That's they, they don't. I agree. They don't. Mm. I agree with that perspective. And I'm, I'm not sorry, sorry to butt in. I will not defend nor agree with what Bosakida said. Why am I saying so? At that qualifiers in Lagos, I know the caliber of Complete. bank executives that I saw. There was a bank. So, look, it comes, it comes, it comes out to what I said. They were there, they saw. And then they did nothing. No, no, hold, hold, hold They on. did nothing. Hold on. There was a bank CEO there. There was a deputy managing director of a bank there. And Musa Kira cannot tell me that if you sent out these things to these guys and they didn't respond, he can't pick up his phone and call one of those CEOs that I saw mm-hmm. that day and say, guy, <laughs> okay. We have this thing with you. But the, the, do see, it. They are both sides. It's, it's, the bo- it's both sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they are both sides of the argument. Maybe the, the administrators probably are not pushing enough. That's why I think the corporates themselves, I think, but it made a point, are too focused on football. Sometimes you, just invest. Not you just invest. Because, you know, when the Super Eagles are going to the World Cup, let me tell you, a lot of times. It's not that the NFL marketing department does anything. They don't, they, no. Everybody jumps on the bandwagon because they want to get on it. And you, you find competing brands even outbidding themselves to be a part of it. So, what we're saying here is that, okay, football, everybody loves football. We're a footballing country. But we are saying here that basketball presents an opportunity. I'll get to the playing Huge side now. For a lot of people don't even know that there are probably hundreds, I don't want to maybe about dozens, let dozens. Say, dozens of Nigeria. Nigerian, young Nigerians, both men in, and men, women. women in American universities that are coming through system. scholarships coming from here. Yes. I don't think a lot of people know that. A lot of people do not know the amount of talent pool or actually the kind of talent pool that we, we have. And that brings me to the, uh, the next topic of this discussion. But in terms of talent, there are pros and cons. And I'm going to attack you, not you, but to defend the position that I've been saying. During these qualifiers for this work, for the male team, we used so many players. Close to 50. Fine. And it just underlines the talent pool that we have. The good side is that all these guys are Nigerians. You, are no, you and I are no more Nigerians than them. Some of them grew up here. Some of them do not grow up here. Some of them, you know, our names are unique. If you say a Nigerian name, you will know this one is a Nigerian. Straight away. <laughs> so you know them as Nigerians, and they played, but a school, of, a school of thought feels that it has a negative impact on development. I know that we've not played basketball for three years, but on development on the home front, when we go packing the team full of quote-unquote foreign-based Nigerians, as it, as it tends to be happening in football too now. Mm. What do you say to the fact that it doesn't seem to have give this a home-based basketball player, a path to the national team when you pack it full of Nigerians. Their Nigerians are greed. We'll get to the non-Nigerians that are getting to the team in a bit. But the Nigerians 
who are either ancestral blood lineage or who qualify as Nigerians, fine. But what's happening to the home scene? We all know the politics policies that that have played out in the past three years, mm. and, um, and and I, I honestly don't think we, we, we can have this discussion until the league is playing and fully functional. Okay. Um, as for it's the, too late for these Olympics. Oh, 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 we're well, talking de- about the future. Def- definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely. The, the other argument for from my side, or the other de- defense from my side, is that unlike in football, where you can go to tournaments and rotate. 14, 15 players, and five or six may never see action. Mm. It's not possible in basketball. Mm. There's a, the, everybody on the roster will play. At least the roster of 12, mm. will, at one point, they will step on that floor. Yeah. And the two minutes or two, three minutes that, they, that, that you can spend on crucial. the floor can be crucial. So you want a team that is 12 deep. Okay. 12 strong. So I think for basketball, you can defend the argument that you need the best of the best. Okay. And, and your best should come from, from anywhere. Um, the best player in, in Nigerian basketball league, before it went on vacation, mm. the best player was almost 40 years old. Okay. Mm. That's the truth. And the next best in the same age, in the same age range. And so I think that was why the MBBF and Total, who sponsored the league, went into Division 1 and 2. Okay. To so develop grassroots to push up more fresh talent. Fresh talent. But just like in football, there's a flip side to that. Because no sooner, no, no sooner uh, uh, do these guys develop that they go to, on, on scholarship abroad. Mm. But however, there's a window that the Basketball African League has opened. Okay. Which okay. means that no. players who thrive here can play for any of the two teams, can show continent. for any of it on the continent mm. and still get the chance. Because I mean, as, as it is now... Um, the the, uh, the Hoopers from Port Harcourt, yeah. one of the teams representing Nigeria, I know they have a couple of a couple of Nigerians who school in America, okay, who Playing are coming back, back to, to play, play for, them. for them, okay. So I think that will present opportunities for us to see. Uh, I, I would like to. I, I want to see the, the next African Championships, if or when the league has started and we have seen enough games. I want to see how many players will, uh, from the home league will be invited. Until okay. that time, I, I won't hold. Okay, I'll, st- I'll stick with you. From what you've said, 50 players using for we have enough talent pool of Nigerians. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Abroad. So why are we... Mike Brown is the coach now, the former NBA coach, still working in, working in the NBA. Why are we now having situations where Americans, we want to start naturalizing Americans <laughs> to play for Nigeria? Spencer Dinwiddie and the latest one, Monte Morris, and you find Mike Brown saying, yeah, Montemoris wants to play for Nigeria. Personally, I don't know whether you agree. You have more insights. Personally, I feel it is wrong. In fact, I'm being nice. It's ridiculous. It's, look, I agree with you. It's ridiculous. It's Why are we insane. going to look for Americans who have no, 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 no lineage? Uh, uh, lady, we are not looking. They are the ones looking. There's a yeah, difference. Yeah, but, you know, why, we, we, do we need, do we need, because to be honest, with all due respect to these guys, they are, Average NBA players. No, they're, they're, they're not. Montemore is not average. Sebastian is not. But they, no, seriously, the point I want to make here is that, mm. you know, in football, we actively go shopping for them. Yes. This is the but flip no, side. Th- th- this is the flip side. No, seriously. They are, well, they are shopping honest. for us. They, they are the ones shopping for us. Now, um, like uh, somebody in NBA, NBA have said, look, these guys, they are free. Like, it, so, some are saying that the coach... I said that the next time he goes to the Olympics, he wants to come back with a medal. So it's likely 
that the players are approaching the coach mm-hmm. and flying the kite. Should we should we agree to that? Honestly, we should not. But I'm just saying that at this point, I will not hold. I will not blame the MBBF. Why? Let us wait. They are not the look. If if I they say, can put their oh, foot down and say what and tell the coach, look. No, no, no. They, they have they have expressed their opinion. They want to be. You, you can't. You, you can't stop him out from expressing an opinion now. No, 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 I agree. They have expressed their opinion. They yes. want to play for Nigeria. Yes. I'm saying from a uh, from a strictly Nigerian perspective. From a nationalist, I will have that. Quali- from a but they have qualified for these Olympics already. Yes, yeah. and some guys went through this qualifying. Yes. yes, we have enough talent pool. We oh yes, we have we do. seen. I agree. What, so because if they come into the team. Two and Nigerians will lose their places. See, for me, I'd rather have Victor Ladipo and Bama Debayo. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's the point. I'd rather I'm, have those. That's ones. the point I'm making. So why not ex- like, exhaust all our energy in getting those two as it is now? To play for Nigeria. As it is now, from what I know, all these avenues have all these avenues have been explored as it is now. And you know, and um, um the vice president of the MBF said to me, said, but you know what? Uh, what's his name now? Babs. Babs. Babs, Babs, Babs he said, but you know what? Let 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 look. It's good for us. Let everybody be declaring their. Let everybody be declaring declaring their, their, their intention. When the time comes to select the players, some will be caught and it will shock everybody. Okay, <laughs> let's do it at that. From the NBA, from basketball, let's go to a spot that is resuming in the next few days, and that's Formula One for the new twenty twenty. 2021 season, 2020, all this COVID thing has <laughs> messed up our time. <laughs> and joining us for this uh, segment is, well, somebody ordinarily you wouldn't think he has any sports inclination. He's a radio presenter, popular one at that, but he's a crazy Formula One boss. That's a word. Well, he's crazy <laughs> not about Formula One. Yeah. He's crazy about a particular driver in Formula One. And he's not the one all of you think <laughs> he'll be crazy about. So joining us is... OC, mm-hmm. uh, radio presenter with the beat FM 99.9 here in Lagos. OC, is it a love of cars or what's the interest in Formula One? The thing is, I, what's the word right now? Um, what sparked my interest was, I think, um, 20, the year, um, Rosberg won. Okay. Yeah, there was the a certain, Rosberg. yeah, there was a certain brand in Nigeria that had a sponsorship with Williams. You, you know, branded mm-hmm. on the cars. So they came and said, Oh, they wanted to, Take a couple of people to Abu Dhabi to go watch, you know, mm. Formula One. So mm. I was like, okay, uh, what well, an opportunity to travel and, mm. you know, see it face to face. Because when I was growing up and when some local stations used to show Formula One, it was always Michael Schumacher winning or anything. Yeah. So I was just like, a spot that people just keep driving cars or anything. I'm not interested. So when I went there and I saw like, you know, face to face as regards, you know, how the process works and everything and, you know, um, uh, Rosberg went in. I think at the time, Williams had, um, Felipe Massa. He retired that year and Bottas. Then Bottas moved on to a Mercedes Benz. Then I just took keen interest. And, but there was something about, um, Max Verstappen that actually drew me to, drew me to, to the spot because he was fierce and he was a driver that you knew that would provide results as long as he finished mm-hmm. the race and everything. And over time, from when he started at 17 to where he is right now, he's consistently grown and consistently mm-hmm. shown that he has a trappings to become the youngest ever Formula One world champion, if that's, you know, mm. so happens. And, that, and that's, and that's where, where, where we, I know, we know who you are. Also, yeah. we, we, we see each other every morning, so we know where Osi's uh, preferences are. Osi is not, yeah. you would think is a, most of us are, uh, Lewis Hamilton fans. Osi is a mad, mad Max fan. <laughs> if you understand, you know, they call him Mad Max. Yeah. Because of what 
Ozzy is mad about Mad Max. What exactly do you like about Max Verstappen? He's, he's, um, I think he has a strong engineering background. Uh, his father used to be a Formula One driver, so he understands the car. So he's someone that no matter how undrivable a car is, he can constantly, he finds, he finds a way to produce results. So if he's complaining that, oh, I'm losing my rear or the aerodynamics of a car is not working, you know that he would constantly just, you know, put his head down and just, uh, you know, provide results. And, uh, he, I like the fact that he's the only driver that seemingly puts Lewis Hamilton under pressure. Under some kind of pressure. Yeah, so I remember there was one, there was, uh, there was a race that, you know, um, he was behind Lewis in Monaco the year Nikolauda passed on. And I think it was the first time because you, you rarely hear Lewis on the radio. Panicking. Yeah, you mm. rarely, so anytime he's on the radio, maybe it's, um, you, it rarely ever has like a team radio, but he was con- for over like five laps. He constantly was, you know, when they those told you that, oh, Max is behind you. Mm. He just kept complaining that, oh, why did you guys put me on this strategy and if anything happens it's on you guys I was like oh, okay so someone can actually get into Lewis's head and everything so because the, the, the thing is Lewis gets into people's everybody heads. else's yeah head. so it's almost like he ha- he's tough mentally uh, so, to, so to see that as well and um, for Max just happened to make Lewis Hamilton's teammate that's Bottas who's Arguably driving uh, the fastest car on the grid look like you know like an ordinary driver is also mm-hmm. something to reckon with, and he's beating uh, the likes of Charles Leclerc, he's beating the likes of Sebastian Vettel, who's been a four-time world champion. Okay. So I think the only person that's holding Max between Max and an F1 title is Lewis Hamilton right now. So yeah, okay. Um, there's a Lewis Hamilton fan here. Yeah, a couple, I yeah. think, or one. I, I think, think three, all three of you. No, no, I'm the Yeah, but I like Hamilton for, for what he has Lucha. achieved. Yeah, but Bode is an unrepeated. Pentant Hamilton, Lewis Hamilton fan. fan. Yeah. Um, but it, the new season comes with a lot of difference. They've had the preseason testing. Mercedes had issues, serious issues. Um, Red Bull seemed to cruise through testing. Well, we've been here before where there are doubts thrown about Mercedes, but they get into the season, get into the groove, and all of that. Is this season going to be business as usual, or like Osley suggested, this is going to be the toughest title? Lewis Hamilton will win if he does win it because of Max Verstappen. Or there's a possibility that Max Verstappen will stop that run of seven straight world titles. You know, um, I'm going to cede uh, the second part of this question to Osi. To Osi. Mm. But I, I do feel that, um, you know, for every champion, I, there, there are very few people that have won championships back to back to back three mm. times in a row. And I do feel that uh, given what you have seen, in engine improvements and car designs, I think this is a year that we'll actually see uh, uh, the Hamilton sweat a bit. Okay. Uh, but also, also has been waxing strong about about the engine and and the new design of of. Uh, of you of tell us about. Yeah, let let him tell us. Yeah. Mm. So, so I can I can so I can. What, what are the variables? <laughs> okay, so that you right feel now. this year gives Max Verstappen a major shot. Add the title. Okay, because now F1 has actually put a budget cap in F1 for 875 million. Um, you know, previous years we see teams spending dollars. We see teams spending close to half a billion dollars, you know, every year coming into F1. Uh, so that's enabled. So when you hear we are deploying a spec four engine, meaning there's a fourth engine that they are deploying on the grid. So uh, they keep improving on different parts of the car. So at the beginning of uh, the F1 season last year, you saw Max kept complaining that the car was losing his rear. So, um, uh, Honda came and said Honor and uh, Helmut Marco, that's the advisor to Red Bull, said, I think they got wrong, um, you know, informations from their wind tunnel and, you know, based on all their testings and everything. So as the season went on, they kept improving and it didn't get to the 
I think when it got to the end, the final race of the season, that's when we actually saw they got everything right and we saw Red Bull in, in, um, in Commanding. its full glory. It so it was pole position at Abu Dhabi and Max Verstappen led the entire race from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. It's never happened. Even races that he won, he won the uh, British Grand Prix. He, you know, it was an overcut that he did at the end of the day. So it was the first time that Red Bull were dominant in an entire, in, in an race. entire race mm-hmm. and which was a race that Mercedes had won back to back for six years, for six yeah. seasons. Then mm-hmm. we saw um, Red Bull in testing as well, you know, come out on top of the timesheets. So he shows that now is the same car from, from last mm-hmm. year with a 10% reduction in downforce. Mm. So what we're going to see right now is we're hoping that uh, Mercedes does struggle you know, and with owing largely to the we fans. We meaning Red Bull fans. Yeah, Red Bull Mad fans. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. We're hoping that, that Mercedes right. do struggle <laughs> because now there's no budget to develop. So mm-hmm. they're going to use the same car, you know, throughout the end of the season, um, you know, okay. uh, for the rest of the season. And also, mm-hmm. another thing that Mercedes doesn't have, you know, going for them is the fact that they don't have a formidable driver in Bottas. Now, mm-hmm. I think this is going to be Red Bull's strongest driver li- lineup uh, since the days of Vettel, Max Weber, Daniel Ricciardo, and Max Verstappen. So after Daniel Ricciardo left, um, we've seen Pierre Gasly, we've seen Alexander album so now we're having Sergio Perez uh 10 years in Formula One he's been fantastic in Force India fantastic in racing points he has um undeniable skill he has experience so we're going to see Max Verstappen leading the charge and we're going to see another driver who's okay. going to be able to hold off either Bottas or Hamilton at but, the but he wants to respond to something yep. yeah I, I told you I'll answer him you know the years that Hamilton won it wasn't that everything was handed to him on the plate yeah yeah. And there's one thing all of, all of us agree on. Even though Osi has said that um, he had him complaining when Versailles was behind, behind, behind him Monaco some years back. Hamilton is one of the most, the toughest mental, uh, the, um, one of the drivers with the toughest mental attitude mm. that you've ever seen. And sometimes mm. it's not the car, it's the driver. Mm. So while I agree with him that, yes, uh, Red Bull perhaps have a good car, I think at some point, because we also know that Hamilton is in Verstappen's head. Mm. And like Ossia has been saying since for the past three, four weeks, this race is very crucial. The first race. The this first, first race. race. Yes. If by any stretch of the imagination, Hamilton wins it, it's over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because, okay. no, see, you know why? Because now you know you have a car that is superior in quotes. You now oh, yes, lose. You still lose. But it's a long season. It is a, oh, it's a, it's a long this season. This is not yeah. a, like, it's, it's, it's not it, an it, it's a long season. Mm-hmm. It's a long season though. And, um, Yemi, what is it? What is it about Lewis Hamilton that makes him such a formidable opponent? He's seen off the likes of Kimi Raikkonen. He's seen off, in fact, Sebastian Vettel. Um, somebody said something exists in between Vettel's ears and the name is Lewis Hamilton. You know, he, 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 he he's seen Vettel for two straight seasons make horrendous. <laughs> Mistakes. Driving, driving a real good car. You're driving a real yeah. good car. And, all, and also, we have to admit, Lewis Hamilton, there was a time he won Formula One not driving the fastest car. Well, yeah. that was accurate. That's that because... I, that, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. That's accurate. That was... Um, yeah. Um, that's 2007. Now. Yes. Yeah, with McLaren. So, with you McLaren. know, that's in, that's in it. We, we had cars. It was when Formula One was still Formula One, where we had like three, where, where it was fought down the wire. So, that season we had, um, Ferrari and we also had McLaren as well. Okay. So, um, and we saw, uh, Felipe Massa cross the line as world champion. And we saw Lewis Hamilton actually nick the world champion by a single point with, um, Ferrari taking the constructors and McLaren taking driver's championship mm. as well. So, but this, what makes this season different is the fact that, um, for four seasons straight, 
um, Red Bull, um, Max Verstappen has carried Red Bull. And, you know, with the pressure of delivering and qualifying, mm, with the pressure mm, of mm. delivering race by race. So this is the first time, you know, in a very long time where there's a formidable driver in the okay, second seat. Okay, noted. Yeah, I mean, let's get back to Hamilton. What is it about him? He always seems to be able to get that control back. Even at times, in appears is very enough. I'm not talking about races now. The entire time, he seems able to refocus. He seems, and you have to say it. Even though maybe Ossie doesn't want to agree, you have to say he's a damn good driver. Oh, he's a good driver. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. You, you yeah. can't. Oh, Ossie admits oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, okay, no, okay, I, yeah, I say right. this every time. <laughs> you know, you know, Hamilton is a legend. Yeah, yes, yes, you can't yes, win yeah. upwards of 90 races. some races yes. and mm. not be a good driver. Mm. Mm. Like what I said, he has very good mental strength. He's resilient. He's dedicated. And like it or not, and maybe it's been a, bit, a little bit controversial here, because of his skin color, he realizes that he needs to do extra, extra to be able to get ahead. Because, hey, he's probably the only uh, dark-skinned guy in mm. in the entire industry. So um, he's, he's a hard worker. His impute also with respect to the entire Mercedes structure is also very, very important. You, mm. you listen to when Toto Wolf talks about the relationship that he has with the people that, Around you him. know, that make the cars, the mm. team, the back, um, mm. the backroom staff and all that. So you have to look at all that. All those things combined make, um, the Lewis Hamilton that we, that, that we see. So like it or not, great driver. Okay. I would never have it, thought a, mm. somebody would we'll come we'll, up yeah. and break Michael Schumacher's record. You know, this, yeah, yeah and he, he's it. broken quite a few records, you know. He's, um, of course, eight times is, um, sorry, he, most pole positions, 97, most number of podium finishes, 163, most number of points, 3,738, of course. Uh, he has tied Michael Schumacher with um, seven times. On the question of Michael Schumacher, um, something maybe a bit emotional. Yeah. Because Michael Schumacher's son, Mick. Mick, yeah, is driving is, for Haas. He's driving for Tim Haas. Yeah. And, you know, for all that's been said about all these big name drivers, he there's going to be a lot of attention on him. And pressure. Yeah, well. Big pressure because of, of, his father. of his father. Yeah. So, well, Haas is a... <laughs> is a struggling is a struggling team. They're using the Ferrari engine, and they've never they've not been able to you know quite get it right. Uh, we've seen teams at racing point, uh, you know, just build and develop. And I think it came third last season. So, mm. but we has uh, he might struggle a bit. Uh, you know, has the has is the Alfa well, Romeo. Probably he's well. He has to. Yeah, yeah. Development. Yeah, It's twenty twenty one right now. So, mm, um, him being in has gives him an opportunity to be able to develop, an opportunity to be able to understand how Formula One works. But you know, the pressure will also be on him to be able to deliver on races, which which is out qualifying his teammates. Mm. Uh, that's Nikita, and also you know, um, trying as much as he can to always finish within the points. Quite in the a lot race of by interesting race. driver drivers this season. Um, Pierre Gasly, yes. who is with. Alpha Tori, yeah. uh, Kimi Raikkonen is Alpha Romeo, Charles Leclerc. Ja- yeah, uh, Charles Leclerc, yeah. With Ferrari, so we'll talk about Ferrari in a bit. Fernando Alonso is back. He's back with Tim <laughs> Alfine. And of course, Sebastian Vettel has gone over to, to Aston, Aston Martin, Martin and yeah. Danny Ricciardo. To uh, uh, McLaren. Ferrari, continuous struggle over the years. Well, what's the problem there? Well, um, there's been this unspoken, um, talk about Ferrari cheating in the 2019 season because Ferrari where, Ferrari was, 
uh, like ridiculously fast in 2019. We saw Charles Leclerc come and snatch as much as seven pole positions. Mm. You know, he was sticking it to Hamilton race after race. Then at the bottom half of the season, they just lost speed. So they said it had something to do with the flow, with the foil flow, with the way um, uh, fuel was deploying to the engine. And that reduced the uh, horsepower for the next season as well. But, you know, we all know that, you know, Formula One is very synonymous to the brand Ferrari. Uh, so we're going to see, I think um, we should keep an eye out for them in what, 2021. What do you well. make of Fernando Alonso's return? Well, I think, um, you know, it's it's... I think it's part of the downsides of Formula One uh, because it doesn't give a lot of other talent an opportunity to actually drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fernando Alonso is a two-time world champion. You know, he's actually is won is one world championships. He's shown himself at the pinnacle of the sport. So I think uh, you know other drivers should be given opportunities to actually you know mm-hmm. just step in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the thing right now is, is we, with a sport like Formula One, experience plays a lot, and uh, most teams always want to play safe with drivers that actually know what they're doing. So mm-hmm. that's why you see that you know. Um, uh, Sergio Perez has spent 10 years. Daniel Ricciardo, 10 years. So it's not a sport that has quick turnovers. Turnover, so yeah. it's a spot that you, you might probably for a very long time st- keep seeing names of people that you've seen mm. when you started watching, okay. the, you know, when you first, you know, just go into the sports we, and everything. We, we have to wrap this up now. Um, buddy, uh, your pick, of course, is always Hamilton. It has to be. <laughs> <laughs> We're down this heat. You hear me? <laughs> you hear me? <laughs> It has to do with Hamilton again. Uh, of course, I don't need to ask Osi. Yeah. What I wanted to say was, you know, he got that name Mad Max yeah. because of the crazy things he used to do. But yeah. it looks like in the last couple of years, oh, he's, he's, mellowed. he's settled. Yeah. He's settled. He's mellowed. Yeah. And yeah. that is always very good mm-hmm. in Formula 1. But you are sure what's gonna going happen? to topple I think what's going to happen Lewis is Hamilton. this first race is going to determine... Like uh, you know, said, yeah, 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 you know, the cost of the season. The if mental we see, setup so if we season. see, um, if we see a Max Verstappen win, mm. uh, you know, it's something that they will carry on. And also, I think, um, it's right to point it out here that last season he had five DNFs, five DNFs from engine issues to Charles Leclerc taking mm. him, taking mm. him out. Mm. And he still so, finished third. Third, yeah. So that shows, that's and, huge. That's and, and, and mm. Bottas just won DNF because of the puncture. Mm. And, and Bottas finished like 40 points clear of Max. So it shows the kind of quality that, you yeah. know, Max Verstappen has as well. So before we go, cool. yeah. Uh, the past couple of days, one name rang out um, with McLaren. Yeah, Ugo. Yeah, Ugo Chuku. Yeah, uh, Nigerian uh, born. Well, not Nigerian no. born. He's actually Italian. American. The mother is American. Is American. American. But yeah. I think the father is Italian. Or yeah, the father is yeah. Italian. Uh, well, of course, is Nigerian. In case you didn't know, the mother is uh, um, Oluchi, face of Africa, winner yeah. way back, and all of that. And he's created quite a buzz mm-hmm. because well, he's he's. Mixed race, yeah. But you know when we see Nigerian names, we know Nigerian. Yeah, names. we know Nigerian names. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so what kind of excitement? What kind of possibilities are there for him? Well, McLaren, it's shown that McLaren actually has an eye to sport talent. Yeah. Uh, they did the same thing for Lewis Hamilton. Hamilton you know, yeah. supporting mm-hmm. Lewis Hamilton when he was cutting, and you know, seeing Lewis Hamilton become the first F1 World Champion. So, and what this actually points out right now is that we we start to see a lot of interest in F1, especially from Nigerians right now, because we see anytime there's a black person in the sport that black people are not predominantly dominant yeah, in. Yeah. yeah. We see a lot of black interest. We see what Tiger Woods did for black people in golf, golf mm-hmm. and we've seen what Lewis Hamilton also did for black people in Formula mm-hmm. 1 as well but uh, what this actually just shows is um, how expensive it is to actually develop as a driver in Formula 1 uh, you spend upwards of $50,000 every year trying to cart yeah. you know trying to travel trying to develop as well so I think uh, we need to see a lot more big teams you know actually uh, you know fund make karting uh, less yeah. less expensive, expensive and for us to actually see you know more talent actually just rise through the ranks but I think it's exciting it's 13 now mm-hmm. uh, so maybe in like another 4 years we probably might see him you 
you know, line up on the grid. Uh, we saw Max being the youngest ever um, Formula One driver at 17. 17. So he's 13. So he has four more years to uh, GP2, okay. F3, F2, and just develop. Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, one, one and two in no particular order. Um, yeah, now, now I'm just saying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who is the third man on that final podium at the end of the season? That's one. And two, uh, of course, Mercedes Red Bull. Yes, yes. Which is the team that will probably come third if we assume that these two will come first or second in no particular order again? Mm-hmm. Driver? Well, and I, team. I, okay, out for third, I'll, I'll give to Bottas. Okay. Yeah. Then um, for the other team that we might need to watch out for right now, we might see sparks from Aston Martin and we might see sparks again. So the problem right now is that the um, the team that will come under Mercedes and Red Bull is even too difficult to call because right now we have McLaren, um, you know, that has experience as well. Mm-hmm. We have Aston Martin with Vettel exactly. and um, and Lance Stroll, and we also have um, there's the other team, um, Alpine with Alpine, Fernando yeah, with Fernando, Fernando Alonso, Alonso right now. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a difficult, a huge fight for third place among. Those three teams, hmm. yeah. So you can't really say, "Oh, this team is going to win," because I think they're going to fight it down to the wire. No what would be none of her? What would be a success? <laughs> what would be a successful season for Mick Schumacher? Well, I think um, with well, the twenty drivers, if he finishes tenth, that'll be yeah, in the top half. Yeah, yeah in the top half. half. Yes, mm, that'll be, it'll be a success. fantastic season yeah, yeah. for him. Yeah. Well, certainly, um, main Formula One season you look forward to it, but this season. You look forward to it more, more yes. because it looks like it's going to be more competitive. It's going to be tighter, and yeah. Mercedes will not have it all, all their yeah, way. Yeah. But I hope they are not sandbagging. Well, I hope it's not a false hope. Well, and Mercedes yeah. will just come and blow <laughs> and blow everybody, everybody out of the water. Yeah. I also thank you for giving us your insight. Yeah, no problem. I'm sure, a lot of you have listened to us. You think it's a spoiler Formula One, but you ask, <laughs> well, it's also a Manchester United fan. Uh, he's not happy about that because right now, <laughs> United are all over the place. Yeah. But it's good to have you. On the show, I really appreciate your coming. So, for my regular sidekicks, yeah, me and buddy, thanks for your time and thanks for listening. It's been Sports 360 Podcast. Boom. Bye bye.